Welcome to the Brinkman Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the family audio drama, The Brinkman Adventures. Uh, we talk about, uh, most importantly, the missionaries and what God is doing with them. We talk to the writers and maybe sometimes the actors, and uh, we talk to each other a little bit. And uh, this is episode 17, and I am one of your hosts, Eric Schilder. And I'm Sarah Boltman, back again. Back again. And uh, we've got kind of a, a neat podcast. Yeah, this uh, one was fun. It really was. And uh, last podcast, episode 16, uh, we talked about the episode from season one, uh, the episode name. It was the finale, episode 12. It was called The Calling. And in that episode, um, the the Brinkmans, well, first of all, they get an opportunity to become rich and famous. That's right. <laughs> but they're finding Acting it's, career. <laughs> that's right. But they're finding it's uh, conflicting with uh, their actual calling from God to be full-time missionaries. And one of the things that was neat in the episode was the inclusion of another ministry, uh, called New Beginnings Are Possible, which is local to the Milwaukee area. Right, because we always want to try to feature a ministry. That's part of what we want to do in Brinkman's, you know, is to show what God's doing in different places. And so for this story, yeah, because it is fictional, we're like, wow, why don't we feature a real ministry in this as well? Although it's not the main point of it, but it, it kind of is. It really ties into the story. So, yeah, New Beginnings Are Possible. Is yeah, and that it's, they chose. it's kind of a... It's kind of, although not a lot of airtime necessarily, mm-hmm. it's kind of a pivotal pivotal moment. It's a right. pivotal factor, right. if you will, uh, of the story. So uh, what we did this time, rather than necessarily having a guest call in and, <laughs> and do the usual thing, what we did was we sent Sarah on the road. On the road. We sent her on the road to, uh, to try to do kind of a remote podcast. So without any further ado, let's uh, go ahead and listen to that. Before I jumped on the road, I wanted to do a little bit of research about the city of Milwaukee itself. That is where new beginnings are possible, is found. What I found was Milwaukee rates third poorest city in the whole United States, number three behind Fresno and Detroit, Detroit being the highest. What that means is one in three people in that city live below the poverty line. And experts say once that threshold is reached, other side effects such as crime and dropout rate rise as well. I talked to Bill Harrigan, a board member of New Beginnings Are Possible, and asked him what he thinks the root of the problem is. I think the root of the problem in Milwaukee is trauma. When people are subjected to trauma, their emotional development stops at point of trauma. So subsequently you get 30-year-olds running around with an 8-year-old emotional system. And what happens when you're in trauma is actually your amygdala gets activated and you're in fight or flight all of the time. And so I think people are just stuck. They're just, they're stuck and it requires relationship to draw them out of it. Bill has been on the board of New Beginnings for five years. I asked him what it was that made him interested to be involved. I became a believer at age 50. And uh, so I went down to New Beginnings and I was watching Jeff talk to the young people about going to college. And I'm kind of thinking, come on, really? But afterwards, I met with all the kids and they said uh, they all had an idea of where they wanted to go. And I mean, they really seemed pretty focused on it. And uh, then I said to Jeff, 
well, let's get together again. How about tomorrow night? And he said, well, we can't because we're going to Elmbrook for dinner, it sounded like. And I'm thinking, oh, Elmbrook's feeding the poor kids. You know, the rich people are... He said, no, 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 no. He said, uh, the kids are going to serve. He said, everyone's going to serve, right? I went, oh, I'm in. I mean, that, that was... So I went back every single year, and then... On that particular night, I went, okay, this is it, I'm in. And so that's a credit to Jeff Becton. He really was influential in this um, organization. He had the relationship with kids. He did all these kinds of things. I have great respect for him and what he's done. Jeff Becton is the one that's featured in the Brinkman Adventures episode. He's the guy that challenges Jack not to let anything get in the way of his calling. He's also the one I was going to interview. But what I wanted to know was, is this actually working? The kids that New Beginnings are ministering to come from very difficult backgrounds. And I wanted to know if it's actually helping. So I asked. The goal of New Beginnings is to help God's children to become career and family capable. What we, what we can say right now is that every child that's gone through the program is either in a job in school or something that they you know they're we believe family and career capable so everyone that's gone through the whole thing has been successful wait did you hear that he said everyone that has gone through this program has been successful that's not normal a lot of inner city ministries really struggle to see lasting success in their programs and for people coming out of a background of poverty it's very difficult to break out of that so when he said that it kind of took me aback I wanted to go there and see for myself. I wanted to see what he was talking about and see why and how it's actually working. So I jumped into my car and headed towards New Beginnings Are Possible. I had no idea where I was going because there were two addresses listed online, which confused me, and I did not know what to expect. New Beginnings Are Possible. Yeah, I have an interview with Jeff Becton in uh, about... 15 minutes, and I just wanted to confirm your address. I think I'm going the right place. Okay, yeah, well, what's the address? 6100. Yeah, that's the one I'm coming to. Okay. Oh, awesome. I'm standing in front of New Beginnings Are Possible in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's a beautiful brick building with green trim, and um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a sunny day, and let's see what's inside. Hey, Max, how you doing? Okay. Long-time volunteer. Okay, Probably awesome. been volunteering here longer than I've been here. And they're all going downstairs. You in class, move it, keep it going, and tie your shoe up. Jeff and I went to his office, and I sat down and asked him to tell me what it is these kids are coming from. What is their life situation, really? Probably 65 to 70% of our kids coming from single-parent family homes. Probably somewhere in that same percentage have no father in the home, uh, no father figure. Uh, and that, that don't work well, especially with young boys. And that, and that brings a struggle. I think that's the, probably the biggest struggle of the kids that we have here. You know, in Milwaukee, it's, you know, it's a high rate of incarceration of youth, a high rate of uh, teen pregnancies. You know, a, a high rate of, uh, of kids without jobs. And, you know, as I see the youth today, they are, so many of them is in doing destructive things. And that's because of lack of opportunity and lack of leadership and guidance. 
And so my focus is to try and give them some of that, try to pull them out away from the destructions of the world and try to lead and guide them in a path of which they should go. The relationship and guidance that Jeff is talking about reminded me of what Bill was saying about helping heal the effects of trauma. So I think the most important thing to know about New Beginnings Are Possible is that it's a long-term relationship. It starts around age 6, and it's likely to continue through, through to age 18. And so that, that provides a, an opportunity to build the trust and to have conversations with people about what's happening in their lives and um, in order to change that. I asked Jeff what goes on there in a typical day. The typical day at New Beginnings is we have vans that go out and typically we pick up maybe from about 10 different schools in the city of Milwaukee. And what we do is homework. We come in and we do uh, spend some time helping them with the homework. Um, and first of all, when they get here, there's a snack provided because, you know, if you're hungry, it's hard to learn. It's, and so we figure out we give them a snack. And then we do the homework help. And then after the homework help, we go into a uh, uh, life skills where, you know, we have churches that volunteer to come down and, and do uh, arts and crafts. Uh, and then um, we have a meal. And, and every day there's a meal that's offered and then at the 5:30 hour we go off into our prospective age group some of the girls might be in a rubis course which teaching the girls um, how to pre- preserve themselves to marriage and and uh, might be some bible studies there it might be um a boys of being a boys to men's class there could be a martial arts class uh could be a music class so every day there's a different class offered Something smells good in here. I'm in a gym with a bunch of kids. They're standing against the wall. They're sitting at tables looking for food. Spoons. Yeah, what are you eating? Uh, mashed potatoes, meatloaf, salad, and green beans. Do you like ketchup on your meatloaf? No? How can you eat it without ketchup? Uh, it's okay. Typically, the first students start arriving at 2.30 in the afternoon, and parents pick up. Uh, students at uh, 6.30 to 6.45. All of our programs are set up that all the students is, is designed to be here from the time they get here till 6.30. And it's five days a week, too, so Monday through Friday. We And that's why we're so successful. You know, we have a, a 100% uh, graduation rate for kids that's, that stays in our program through high school. They, they We have a 100% graduation rate. Plus, we have a 100% no pregnancy rate with our teen girls. So the reason why is because we uh, structured to where the, the kids would leave home in the morning going to school. Then when they leave school, they come to us. And then once they leave us, the parents are picking them up. So that cuts out the ability to have, get in, you know, have any trouble. We don't have any of our kids getting in trouble with the law. So Jeff confirmed what Bill was saying. It seems to be working. And I was starting to get a glimpse of why that could be. I wanted to talk to some of the kids themselves. So I'm in New Beginnings Are Possible, speaking with... Hope Armstrong. And how long have you been here? Eight years. Whoa, 
What were you doing all those eight years? <laughs> um, making friends, learning new stuff. What, when you first came, what did you think about this place? Do you think it's weird that you have to stay here every day of the week? Well, I mean, my aunt works here. and She's been working here for a while. So I was just thinking this might be fun. What would you say maybe your top three things are that you've kind of like been able to like hang on to from being here? First, it's my friends. Because they're really special to me. They're one of the many of the closest friends I have. The second is what we do here. I really love it. I don't want anything to change. I've been going to church for almost all my life. So I knew some about God, but I didn't really accept him. I was just learning about him. I wasn't accepting him. So when I came here and started learning more, I started accepting him as my God and who he was and what he did for us. It's kind of my last year here. So I really grown attached to this place. So I'm gonna miss it here. So she seemed to enjoy New Beginnings a lot, that it actually meant a lot to her life and that in that place, her relationship with God became real to her. That's huge. I wanted to talk to another student. If you, if you had never come to this place, you never even like knew about New Beginnings, how would your life be different? Um, I probably wouldn't have the friends that I have today or the support because most of the people here, like, if I don't have anything to talk to, uh, I mean anyone, if I don't have anyone to talk to, like, I can come to them with my problems and they'll probably get a hold to my mother, but she works here, so, you know. And, like, they'll get a hold to my mother and um, they also teach us about God in our groups. And each time that um, we have a Bible study, I learn more It seems like relationships and God are a big part of this place. But wait, she said her mother worked there. I thought that would be a really good lead to see and interview somebody who sees and understands the underside of this place. So how long have you worked here? Oh, on and off for about 10 years. That's amazing. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's cool. What's your position? I'm a meal coordinator. Okay, what does that mean? So I prepare snacks and meals for the kids on a daily basis. I'd love to hear from you as a mom, because you're seeing like the inner workings of this place, for one, because you work here, mm-hmm. so you know what a place is like when you work there. Yes. So I'd love to hear from you how you feel about this place influencing your girls. Okay, so it's, it's awesome. First, I love the fact that it's a Christian-based organization. I'm all about Christ and anything that can motivate and help me as a parent you know it takes a village to raise all these kids and so for me I think it's helpful because they the things that they learn and stuff that they go through the homework help thank you Jesus for the homework help because I'm not a math whiz and so they come in and they get help with homework while I'm up here working I don't have to worry about that extra task when I get home because most of their homework is already touched on I feel like it's one big family, you know, and these kids are actually growing up together. They see each other every day. And I just feel like it's a good opportunity for us as staff to get in their head in a positive way and to kind of tackle those things that we can't tackle with them at school. That again sounded like what Bill was saying at the beginning that there are long term trusting relationships that help these kids work through everyday issues. See, 80% of my staff is five years or better working here. So that means the kids are seeing the same people 
every day. They're getting the same the same talk and the same message every day. And that's huge. I saw on the New Beginnings website that they decided not to take government funding because they wanted to keep faith as a core component of their teaching. I asked Jeff, what was it about the gospel that made a difference in these kids' lives? What was it that was really helping them to come out of where they're at? I think it's the showing the love, showing the uh, care, and not only showing it to the kids, but we show it to the parents. And God is love. And, and I think Jesus said it in his word that... How can you show honor to me? Love my people. The Bible tells us to, that we need to teach kids to grow up in the manner in which they should go. And then that way they won't they want depart. So therefore, you know, if we take that, that road and we take that vision and we, you know, pray and ask God to lead us and guide us. And so, it's about prayer. It's about God. There ain't nothing we can do. You know, and all of the kids know that we have a stern way of making sure, you know, that kids understand that what we say means is, is way, the way it's going to be. And, and I think they like that. So relationships, the truth of the gospel, the hope of the gospel, consistency in relationships and rules... But what were the programs they were talking about? I wanted to pop in on a couple and see what they were like. I like the group sessions. It's not always so serious, but it's also playful times. The okay. DOT. Does that mean I got to say? She's a drama class. Destroy your governments. Does that mean I got to say? We can call it top DOG. I like that. Wait, do you recognize that laugh? That guy who just laughed is Andy Schoffler, the one who played Dimitri in the Brinkman episode Heart Song. He and his wife Lori are amazing actors, and every week they come to New Beginnings and host a drama class. It was a really fun surprise to see them. Lori acted with me in the Aunt Sarah story, and she played Tondi. What they're giving the kids is really amazing education, because they both are really good. I had a great conversation with them, and they had a lot of good things to say about New Beginnings as well. I also got to stop in at one of the younger kids' class and see what they were doing. Your teacher said I can ask you a question. Where are you going tomorrow? Monkey Joe's. You! What? What? Monkey Joe's. What is Monkey Joe's? I'll play, I'll play that. You! You! Where you can jump? On trampolines. I've never even heard of it. So you jump on trampolines? Yeah. It's almost like Sky Zone. Like Sky Zone? Uh-huh. Have you been there before, anybody? Never! You've been there before? I found out that New Beginnings has a high value of bringing kids into situations that they normally wouldn't be able to get into on their own, like going to college fairs, um, having tours of different businesses that they might be interested in, and doing things like going to Sky Zone. So after being at New Beginnings for about three hours interviewing a bunch of people, I came away with the idea that this is a really special place. It's actually a place where kids can be safe and loved and known and seen and brought to the truth and the love and the heart of Jesus in a way that propels them into the future and believes for them stuff that they would never be able to believe for themselves. And these kids are making it. After they graduate from high school, they're going on and beginning to live out their dreams. You know, here's Kent Kendall's in in um, in the army. William is also he's in the air force and he's a uh, 
mechanic uh, for aircraft, which has always been his goal to do. April is at uh, Whitewater. Everybody is has found a home, and they're they're either in school or on their way to having having a job. Needless to say, I was very encouraged and impressed with what was going on at New Beginnings. That, to me, is like, look at what God can do. It, yeah, it just gave me hope for, for more people to begin pushing in in ways like New Beginnings to help kids' lives change. Towards the end of our conversation, I heard something that was just like the icing on the cake, putting an exclamation point on the fact that the long faithfulness that they've been walking in is being recognized by people, but ultimately by God. Jeff Becton told me that just a year ago, after working, serving there for 10 years, another ministry came up to them and said, hey, we have this practically new facility in amazing shape with a gym, with a van, with um, almost like a park, with a huge playground in a beautiful area. You know, it's in incredible shape and even bigger than the building they have. And they said, we want to give this to you for free. It doesn't make any sense. Hey, look at God. <laughs> look at God. That's all I can tell everybody. And I tell this story everywhere I go because it's just I'm, I'm still trying to grapple to how do somebody give you a $2.5 million building and in total assets with all the furnishing and everything in it and total assets about $3 million that we were just gifted. And it's it just overnight. It's like I can pour out a blessing and that uh, overfill your storehouse. What a cool story. Good job, <laughs> Sarah. How was, it, yeah. how was it doing it? It was amazing. I had a great time, and I was so impressed with the ministry there. And I would just encourage anyone in the Milwaukee area to go ahead and be a part of it. It's, it's a beautiful ministry, and um, it was a joy to be able to do this podcast. That's that's really cool. It was neat to hear too. Um, one of our fellow actors yes, that was uh, from a the Brinkmans, cool the surprise. guy who played uh, Dimitri in Heart Song. Yep. It was very good to hear from my old roommate. <laughs> that's right, because you were <laughs> I was Victor. Victor. I was Victor Anikoff. Yes, right? exactly. So, so when Ryan was playing Dimitri in that story, Eric Schiller was his cellmate. So that's kind of fun. It was really special to see him there and his wife, and to see what they do on a you know weekly basis it was very special. And we can so. praise God about the building and yeah, it was and the van amazing. and how God provides. Mm-hmm. So that's going to do it for this podcast of. Um, the Brinkman Podcast, Episode 17. If you'd like to learn more about uh, the Brinkmans and how you can support uh, the ministry or purchase CDs or, you know, leave comments. I really would lo- love to hear some, some more oh, comments. Yeah. It'd be fun to hear. Uh, if, if you like the podcast or the, or the audio drama, uh, feel free to like it on Facebook or whatever social media uh, you happen to, to use. And... Um, For this episode, I'm Eric Schilder. And I'm Sarah Boltman. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.